My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and I am here today with Julia Napini. She is the owner of Compassionate Counseling and Consulting in Fall River, Massachusetts. And we're going to talk today about how, um, how our humanitarian nature as, as people who want to help others, as um, women who want to serve, help others heal, um, you know, that humanitarian nature can come up against that entrepreneurial nature. You know, when you, when you have a, a, a business, you know, that's a counseling business, but it's, it's fairly big. It gets, uh, it, it, it takes a lot of her time. It takes a lot of her focus. And in the meantime, uh, sometimes she struggles a little bit with, you know, what she needs, what she wants, what's the best direction for herself. So we're going to talk about that because I know a lot of you uh, deal with that as well. And so our theme today is reforming that inner people pleaser. Sounds like a good one, huh? So welcome, uh, Julia. Thanks for being on the show. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. You're so very welcome. So why don't you share with us a little bit about Compassionate Counseling and Consulting and what you do? Sure. So I started this practice in 2017, and it came out of some experiences that I had had in the social work profession and had really made the decision that being my own boss and kind of doing things in the way that seemed right to me made the most sense. So I started off solo and part-time, and then within two years felt confident to take the plunge and leave my job at a hospital. That was kind of the golden handcuffs, as you would say it, where I felt like I had great benefits and consistent pay. And then I started hiring and haven't stopped. So since May of 2021, we've expanded to just about 20 clinicians. And we have a virtual assistant and a biller. We take on some interns. We do groups and workshops. So it's really become this incredible team. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. And that's fast. 2021. Woo, that is some fast growth. So tell us how, how that humanitarian nature and that people-pleasing nature. Um, and I, I think that maybe the humanitarian is maybe the strong side of that people-pleaser. Um, but how has that um, been conflicting with your entrepreneurial nature and all this like really fast growth? What's sure. that, what was that like? So I think a few components that are really helpful to know about me. So astrology-wise, I'm a cancer. So very highly sensitive, very in tune with my emotions. There's a lot of emotional depth there for me, and I'm very intuitive. So I have that in my nature. And then I am very interested in the Enneagram. I use it with a lot of my clinicians, my consulting clients. I just find it such a rapid way to get to know someone and to have deeper relationships because you can really understand what motivates someone and also what their fears are so that you can navigate that throughout the relationship. 
So I am an Enneagram one. So that's known as the reformer or the perfectionist. So for me, I am naturally a people pleaser. Uh, very, I'm a wing two. So that's the helper. So very others over self mentality, very empathetic. And I strive for perfection. I want to do things well. I want to do them right. I want to be ethical and leave the world a better place than the way that it was when it started. And so that's very fundamental to me and my nature. So starting a counseling practice in large part, I did that because I did not necessarily see a lot of practices out there that were run in ways that worked for me, the compensation model. And I think kind of following our standards in the profession and being appreciated and having opportunities to be independent and grow and and, and be empowered. So I wanted to provide that for my staff. And I think the conflict is that when you become a business owner, that has to be your primary hat. And so in order for it to be sustainable and for you to have longevity, you have to factor in money. And I am not financially driven by nature at all. I recognize that money is important. And I've done a lot of work on my mindset because it's essential, because in order to help people, we have to have a sustainable business. So I've come a long way, but it's not a natural thing for me. The helping others and considering them and checking in and make sure they're okay and their needs are met and they're happy is primary for me. And so those two conflict a lot in a business. Oh, I hear you. I'm a, a sister <laughs> cancer here. Cancerian would love to just be a nun and give everything away for free all the time. Um, yes, that, that is definitely a challenge, isn't it? And it's mm -hmm. so interesting how that can be a spiritual challenge. We wouldn't think of it that way. And, and way back in the day, uh, it was, yeah, this is, you give your life to serve others and then maybe the church or some organization, your, mm -hmm. you know, your, um, your, your place, your place would support you or donations would support you, yes. but now it's a different world. So we're, sure. we're kind of wise women out in the world uh, mm -hmm. doing the service. And we do have to integrate some of that more masculine, logical, modern consciousness about money or else we can't pay the bills and we can't right. help others. So I totally get it. And, um, you know, for me, I found it is so important to integrate knowing what you want out of life and making sure you're getting that you're at least asking for it and open to receive it, whether it's in your personal life or certain ways that your work life goes, uh, travel, you know, we talked about that before we started recording today. Um, so how are some of the ways that you have managed to stay true to yourself and get that, get those needs met while this kind of business starts to, to grow and take over a big portion of your focus? Fortunately, before I started the practice, I was very clear about what my mission was. And I'm happy to say that I've remained true to that throughout. So at the point when I decided to hire other clinicians, I had made a vow to myself that I was only ever going to do that if I felt like I could create a practice that I would want to work for, if I could provide um, above average compensation if I could ensure that I was providing everything beyond the clinical hour to these clinicians, and if I could provide those regular check-ins and continue to add additional benefits or incentives as it became viable. And I am happy to say that I have remained true to all of that, but it has not been without challenge. And it is a constant reevaluation. 
but I think the key is really being clear on why you're doing what you're doing. And podcast interviews definitely help creating your mission statement and, you know, an employee handbook that you're, you know, reviewing with people before they come on board, the interview process, really making sure that people align with what we have created in terms of a culture and a team involving other clinicians in the process has been really helpful. So those are some of the things that I do to stay true to that mission. I love that. I love that. And, and that sounds like that keeps you in alignment with the work. And what about outside of the work? Mm -hmm. What about staying true to yourself in those times and and getting your needs met? Has Mm -hmm. that been a challenge? So one of the other aspects of the Enneagram type that I am is extremely high expectations for myself and for those around me. And I can be very highly critical of myself and others. So that has definitely impacted relationships and I'll say personal relationships specifically. So you can maintain a small circle. And so I think what I've gotten better at doing is having more reasonable expectations, like through life and through aging and wisdom and realizing what's truly important. I've been able to let some of that go, but I've also been able to let some relationships go when they're not necessarily reciprocal and the people in my life are not givers in the way that I am. So I would say for me, the relationships that I have, my incredible relationship with my fiance, who's also a business owner, who shares my love of travel and personal growth and being social and just experiencing all that life has to offer. He's also really good at just like having fun, relaxing. So that's a great balance for me. I have a daughter who's 10. She is the absolute light of my life. She's one of the most emotionally intelligent children I've ever met in my life. So um, getting to experience life through her eyes has been incredible. And then like we had talked about traveling and reading and always learning um, and experiencing nature and the world are my go-tos for staying grounded and uh, enjoying the journey. Oh, that makes, that makes my heart sing because it's the (laughs) same for me. It's, and really what you're talking about is I think travel can reset our nervous systems a bit. And, you know, although it can be a little stressful, but once you're in a new place, it's like, wow, everything's new. And there's like this new um, kind of reference point for our energy system. And you get to know who you are again, because you're in situations that you are not usually in. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting to kind of revisit yourself again. And then also, I don't know about you, but being a cancer, you probably do this too. Mm -hmm. It's all symbolic. Like, you know, even where you're going, there's like a symbolic shamanic (laughs) reason you end up going somewhere and seeing things that symbolize exactly what you need to to know, exactly Mm -hmm. what wisdom you needed to integrate. So, you know, whether it's definitely uh, relate to that. Well, and another piece that you're speaking of as well is I don't know about you, but I'm assuming you can relate to this when I am able to like when we're highly productive and functional and effective, that for me going away is a true reset. It is hard for me to do that in my day to day life to the extent that I can do that when I'm in a new place and that this sense of gratitude that I practice on a daily basis becomes so natural for me when I'm away from home because you have the distance and the perspective. And then when you come back, it's just this renewed sense of all the things that we have in our lives that we're grateful for. So it's just a great balance. 
It is a great balance. And yeah, gratitude and presence is, is just so very important. And that's something on the entrepreneurial journey that I'm sure is hard for many of us sensitive women, because <laughs> it's like we, we're in our heads a lot, trying to plan things, trying to get things done, trying to manage others in, in some cases. So, mm-hmm. so in order to get really quiet inside and hear the voice of your spirit or just feel back in alignment with it, it does take that. And, and that's another thing that nature can do. So mm-hmm. and travel. So, so how about recently? Um, you know, you mentioned that you're at a point right now that there are some questions. We're at the new year. A lot of us are, are thinking, well, what's the what's our projection for the next year? What do we want to work on? What do we want more of? So, what would you say your biggest challenge is with you, these these kind of whether people pleasing tendencies, um, tendencies to put everything else above your own kind of peace and well being? Um, how has that touched you in the last six to twelve months? And and what are you working on right now? Mm-hmm. So I am reevaluating on a regular basis, but the end of the year has always been a time of reset for me. And so I have actually put the pen to paper and really gone through kind of each aspect of my personal and professional life and really thinking about what was 2022 about and what do I want 2023 to be about? And so I'm very clear on that. And my big goal for 2023 is to not give what I don't have. So I think the theme for 2022 and even some of 2021 business-wise was that I just entrusted that everything would work out. And even though I'm intelligent and resourceful and I've built up a team, you know, um, an accountant and a lawyer, and I look at the numbers, there's a part of me that believes that if you give, that ultimately you're going to get and that... And I think what I've realized is that by doing that, it can sometimes, unfortunately, harbor feelings of resentment and feelings of um, like a lack of appreciation, a lack of acknowledgement from the people in your life. And you said something beautifully when I was looking through kind of the summaries of some of your podcasts, and it said that... It all in the end, it's all an inside game. And I think that's what this decade of my life has been about. That in all reality, we can develop a deeper understanding of why we feel the way we do and what experiences in our past or people in our past have influenced us. But at the end of the day, it is all up to us and it comes back to what's going on internally. And so it's all about me. And so if I'm feeling resentful, if I'm feeling unappreciated, if I'm feeling unacknowledged, that is ultimately up to me to fix. And that doesn't mean that I can't still set limits and be clear about expectations and work on communication, et cetera. But that's a clear indication that I need to come back to me and make sure I'm doing all of the things that I need to do. Am I resetting? How's my self-care? Am I setting those limits? Am I providing those clear expectations? Like I'm really the only one that can take full responsibility for that. That's so true. that's the 2023 goal. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and um, and so with your, you know, your intuition, you being a cancer, we always we, we're natural intuitives, <laughs> whether we identify that way or not, right? right? Um, but um, so how do you feel your intuition plays into that? Is it just when you feel that negative charge, like, oh, that's my key, or is is there do you, do you notice that there's some hints beforehand that maybe sometimes you ignore? That is such a great point. I would say that the resentment is not always the cue. I think what happens is my intuition is something is before me, whether it's an opportunity, whether it's a person, whether it's, 
you know, a situation. And I use my intuition that is rooted in being empathetic, that is rooted in my humanitarian nature, that is rooted in being a good person. And I am consciously trying to shift that. And as we know, any change is so hard. We're hardwired. We're ingrained to act in a certain way. So I have to consciously shift that and balance out others and self. And so I think that's what I want to kind of retrain myself to do is I want that intuition to not just be focused outside of me. Yeah, that makes total sense. That's actually something I teach in my program and I have had helped a couple of clients with that. Mm -hmm. We forget that when we set our inner GPS system to a location, right? It's very much, I love the GPS metaphor because it's just exactly what works, how our intuition works. So if we set it to um, go to the store or wherever, go to the next town, based on an old map, based on kind of what our mind believes the map is, it's going to start taking us around in circles, especially if the road has changed during that time, or if there's a, there's a traffic jam or whatever. Um, but if we're connected into a higher power that teaches us, that, that shows us where to go, which would be that satellite uplink to the, you know, <laughs> to the grand big picture that's changing all the time, that's when we don't get lost. I don't know if you found that to be true or if that's, you know, how you feel about that, but it's, I think it's really important to remember that even our best intentions are still our intentions are still yes. like, and, and I think that's kind of hard for some of us, you know, people pleasers to wrap our head around like, wait, we want to be good people. We want to be kind and loving. And that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Yep. And it's like, yes, but if you're called to serve or do bigger and better things, that may kind of take you away from the bigger picture and the bigger mm. goal. Do you, do you feel that? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. Mm-hmm. So what I'm, I'm um, I've pulled a few cards for you, as I mentioned before the show, if that's all right, okay. if I share that. Yes. Awesome. So I am getting that you're in a time of shift and change um, and it is a time of pause. So I don't know if um, this, you know, end of the year is kind of, kind of got you, set in one place, getting quiet a little bit. Are you going to take a little bit of time off at this time? Are you kind of, yeah, so we were in such a extreme period of growth that we have reached a point where we're not going to be hiring any more clinicians in the practice and really just focusing on fine tuning every system and process and really just kind of perfecting as much as possible what we have going on. So that is very appropriate. Yes. Very good. Yeah, it is. It's just, let's reorganize. Not, not a lot of growth. And, and there is a, a, a need for energetic boundaries at this time. So also not, not really worrying about too much. All you need to do is, is kind of take care of your energy levels right now mm-hmm. and all things will fall into place. So that's the message here. Trust, trust this, the process, trust the mm-hmm. process to work as you've intended and, and kind of surrender to it for a little while. Mm. Um, and what you're coming out of is, is a huge spike in your intuition. Uh, I feel like, you know, again, it's only the end of 2022 and you've built a lot since 2021 during that time, you've had to start listening to yourself at a, at a pace that you <laughs> hadn't before. So congratulations on that, because that's like, you're on the fast track, the turbo track of listening <laughs> to that. But now, um, very cool that your goal for the year is not to get, to get to not give what you don't have mm-hmm. because, um, getting quiet with yourself, taming your, your mind, taming your thoughts. There is a lot that's going to come at you mm-hmm. as it does when you have a business <laughs> of the size that you have. So it's really like, how do I become an energetic ninja 
that does not let this stuff rattle me. Oh, I'm going to hold on to that. I like it. Energetic ninja. Mm -hmm. It's like, yep. See that coming. What is important? (laughs) That's not the actual. um, I'll keep that visual in my head. I like that. Uh-huh. Like, yep. I see that, that happening over here. This drama is happening over here, but will it resolve? Do it, does it really need my attention right now? Is it really, you know, it might grab your old heartstrings and it's like, those are the old heartstrings that tried to take care of everything for everybody. And I can, I can actually delegate that. And I think that's okay. going to be important. And for your own health and well being and your sense of kind of calm and, and serenity, mm-hmm. um, you're going to need that as well. So the biggest thing right now going on too, is there is the desire to, to play a little bit more to set yourself (laughs) free. Um, but you're on this journey of building a business and I feel like it's changed you so much internally. Mm -hmm. You're ready to see how it's changed your life outside of work Mm -hmm. and, and really setting your intentions for that lifestyle that you had in envisioned when you started this. And again, it goes back to that, that thing. I I know for me, this was a big aha moment, not for most people, but as a spiritual practitioner, um, I really did say, okay, well, I am, I am giving up my path to this spirit is my boss. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I'm called to do. I'm going to serve who I'm called to serve. And for many years, I kind of forgot that, oh yeah, I can ask for my own things in life. You know, I can, and I can receive them. I think I would ask and then like, oh, well, I'm just supposed to just give, give, give. And this mm-hmm. whole, you know, sad sob story about, you know, being overgiving. And it's like, no, if I'm able to receive it, then I'm not resentful anymore. Ooh. So for you, there is, there is the focus on not necessarily asking and creating. It's like, okay, opening up and receiving and saying yes, to go to dance with that, that fun and that, you know, Mm. that life that you envisioned. So yes, that resonates so much because I think we all, to some extent struggle with worthiness. And so for me, I think it's so easy for me to understand that concept that we are all worthy just by being human beings. But I think for whatever reason, there can be this struggle of when is it enough? Are we enough? And what you're saying really sinks in about this whole piece of, if you just keep reminding yourself that you are enough and you open yourself up, you're not looking necessarily to other people to feel whatever that is. You're feeling that yourself and you're opening yourself up. So Mm -hmm. it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good. Yeah. And so the biggest obstacle is to notice whenever you get off track, that this is a journey of, of continually coming back to yourself and getting this long-term wisdom that you know that you have, but sometimes you may be hard on yourself with that perfectionism. And I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I know this stuff. Why, why am I still right. having a hard time? And it's like, okay, well, this is just my next teacher. And I'm constantly on this, this journey. Mm-hmm. And one step at a time, I will get there. But anytime you're pulled off track and into your resentment, um, I, I see a face, you know, you have such a friendly face and a smile, but I'm seeing this kind of like pinched face and oh, this frustration it's happening again. Um, I'm getting some masculine energy with that. Like, I don't know if there's, you know, there's a masculine energy that you might tend to get frustrated with or someone, I don't know that they work for you. I, I don't think so. It's, mm-hmm. it's something else. Do you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it, it feels like communication lines are not happening and it's not mm-hmm. a love relationship. It's some, it's, it's someone who you've either asked to do something for you or mm-hmm. cons- consistently just dis- like disappoint you. 
So be okay. thinking about that. I'm not sure who it is. It doesn't feel like uh -huh. someone super close to you. Okay. It's like, he's going to, he or she, if she has masculine energy is going to be your noble adversary to mm. teach you how to stand up again for the truth and what you need and keep your, your throat chakra open mm -hmm. um, with communication and not feel shut down about it. Okay. Okay. That's helpful. So going forward, um, really important to, to redefine your purpose here and let your, your mind go wild with that. I feel like there's even more changing for you, um, in the work that you do, you can have this center, but then, you know, even have someone else run it while you rise up and do other things, mm -hmm. whether it is, uh, talks or, um, doing a bit of coaching or counseling yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. I see a bigger vision of who you are in the, in the face of your work. Um, so don't be afraid of that. It's just a shift in, in okay. your, your purpose. And the biggest thing is to see through illusions and know that divine timing will take care of it all. So don't mm -hmm. stress yourself out about when this is supposed to happen because okay. it's, it's one of those calling things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does that make sense? That was beautiful. I feel like that was a lot of reaffirmation, but I just feel like this calm and this peace of mind because the kind of letting things play out, trusting the process, all of that is so challenging. I'm sure for all of us to a certain degree, but I think because of my personality type so much so, because I do take on so much responsibility and weight on my shoulders. So the pandemic definitely helped with that, like letting things go and recognizing that there's so much beyond my control, but I have not perfected it. So to hear everything that you were saying that, you know, just trusting and that it's all going to work out and there are things at play and basically that we all have within us the capacity to handle whatever comes our way. We just have to trust in ourselves. Absolutely. So that was really helpful. Good, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. Because the, the biggest thing is to, you, you, you kind of said it, the outcome here is to notice that when your emotions run high, um, it's just showing how much you want to heal and help. Mm -hmm. It's, and that's the frustration. Like I can't handle that. Like I can't fix that over there. <laughs> so, and it's from the past, as you know, you're, you're a counselor. So, you know, we have our, our patterns that are built in childhood, sometimes yes. from past lives, some, you know, there's patterns that just keep showing up and there's this sense of, I'm, I, I feel like I came here to rectify things and fix things. And I'm very upset about that. Mm -hmm. But when you start to say yes, and <laughs> uh, it's not my job to fix the whole world, I can, I can aim my superpower at the right place at the right time and really make change a whole life, but I can't change everybody just a little bit. So it's really kind of just knowing your limits is what's going to be important and noticing yeah. you know, that your happiness and your joy are actually more important because you can't give if you don't have that. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> Very beautiful. Oh, well, it's my pleasure. Uh, my favorite, my favorite thing to do. So I hope that that helps your journey. I hope it aids your, your decisions coming up here in the next few months, as you continue to grow your business and continue to move in new directions. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you're doing good work in the world. So I appreciate that. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you so much, Julia. Well, so if people would like to know more about what you do with compassionate counseling and consulting, where can they find you? Mm -hmm. So if anyone is interested in counseling and they're located in Massachusetts, and we also have several clinicians that are licensed in Rhode Island as well, we, our website is compassionatecounselingcompany.com and there are links on there for our Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. And then if anyone's interested in private practice consulting, so I help clinicians start, expand and diversify their practices and really use my own experience as a guide 
So that's compassionatconsultingcompany.com and there are links for all the social media there as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your light today and I hope to talk to you again sometime. Thank you. Yep. Thanks guys for listening. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.